Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group and PayPal. It's Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto's Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about market uplift, an investor survey, Solana, the Fed, and more. Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and turn on notifications so you don't miss an episode. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto markets are lively today as risk-on sentiment seems to be back. At 8 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, Bitcoin was up 2.8% over the past 24 hours, trading at $35,387. Ether was up 2%, trading at $1,836. Other tokens did even better. Solana and Uniswap were up 13%, Avalanche's AVAX token was up 9%, Cardano and Polkadot are up 8%. Stock markets around the world also did well. In the US, the S&P 500 was up 1% yesterday, Nasdaq rose 1.6%, and the Dow Jones climbed 7 tenths of a percent. Futures today are pointing to further gains. In Europe, the German DAX and the broader Eurostock 600 were up around 3 quarters of a percent yesterday, the FTSE 100 was up 3 tenths, and so far today, all have registered gains of well over 1%. Asia saw similar moves. Japan's Nikkei index jumped 1.1%, and the Hang Seng climbed three-quarters of a percent. China's Shanghai Composite bucked the trend, with a drop of almost half a percent, as investors digested a surprise contraction in Chinese manufacturing activity. Why is risk sentiment back? To a large extent, it's due to relief triggered by yesterday's FOMC meeting. Let's unpack that a bit, because it is surprising. In a move that surprised absolutely no one, U.S. interest rates were left unchanged. When it comes to FOMC's statements and press conferences, however, details matter a lot. Beyond much speculation as to what the change in the color of Fed Chair Jerome Powell's tie means for markets, yes, I'm kidding, attention focused on what was not said and what was walked back. The official projections for Fed funds for the end of the year imply one more hike. Powell downplayed that yesterday, insisting that projections are not plans, and anyway, September, when they were last released, was a long time ago. 
There seemed to be less emphasis on the labor market than in previous meetings, with Powell saying that he was not overly concerned about wage hikes. And Powell reiterated what other officials have been saying, that high bond yields weaken the case for more hikes. Of course, with all this and some other signals besides, bond yields fell sharply yesterday. The US 10-year Treasury yield, which was as high as 5% just over a week ago, dropped below 4.7% for the first time since mid-October. That is going to help ease liquidity conditions and support stock valuations, which goes some way toward explaining why markets are so happy today. But it also suggests that perhaps we will hear the Fed start to talk more about another hike again, especially if it sees it can't count on bond yields to keep conditions tight. The Fed does not want markets to be happy just yet, not until inflation comes down further. In commodities, oil prices rose this morning and then dropped sharply in line with moves in the US dollar DXY index. As we head into record, the Brent crude benchmark was up four-tenths on the day, trading at $86.20 per barrel. Gold was trading up three-tenths of a percent at $1,987 per ounce. Stay with us. After the break, we talk about blockchain innovation and investor preferences. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Introducing PayUSD, PayPal's stablecoin. Designed for digital payments and Web3 transactions, PayUSD is the only stablecoin supported by PayPal. Built on Ethereum, it's compatible with widely used wallets, exchanges, and dApps, and fully backed by US dollar deposits and cash equivalents. Eligible US PayPal customers who purchase PayPal USD are able to transfer PayPal USD between PayPal and external wallets, send PayPal USD to friends in the US on PayPal or Venmo without fees, shop with PayPal USD on millions of sites, convert any of PayPal's supported cryptocurrencies to and from PayPal USD. Whether you are a crypto expert or a newcomer, PayPal provides a secure and convenient platform for your crypto transactions. Start exploring at paypal.com PYUSD. Welcome back. In this section, we look at what's going on with Solana. But first, asset manager CoinShares has released the results of a survey conducted during the month of October to gauge the market mood. It's not a huge survey, only around 60 fund managers responded, but it still contains some insights worth sharing. One is that most believe Ether has a more compelling growth outlook than Bitcoin. On the surface, this is surprising given Bitcoin's outperformance recently, and Ether's lead in the poll is small, but it does hint at more support building for Ether than the fund's flow data I shared earlier this week would suggest. That showed strong inflows into Bitcoin-based listed funds, but outflows for Ether products. The result is also inconsistent with a drop in the number of respondents that said they held Ether, while the number of those invested in Bitcoin increased. It's possible, though, that investors are thinking less of the price outlook and more on network growth. 
Ethereum has another major upgrade in the works, which is expected to go live early next year. It should also benefit from any recovery in DeFi activity, as well as from advances in Layer 2 technologies, greater use of stablecoins, and possibly even more interest in tokenized securities. Looked at through the lens of network spread and network upgrades, Ethereum perhaps does have more growth ahead. And a clue as to the driver of its strong showing lies in another survey question that asked respondents why they added digital assets to their portfolio. Most said, for exposure to distributed ledger technology growth. Aha! Bitcoin's technology is evolving only slowly and very, very carefully. It tends to be seen more as a store of value, a secure, seizure-resistant asset, rather than as a rapidly evolving technology. Ethereum, on the other hand, was created to be more flexible, and even at its birth, had an ambitious roadmap. Next, I'm going to do something that I haven't done on this podcast before, and that is talk about a blockchain that is not Bitcoin or Ethereum. I want to talk about Solana, which launched in 2020 to make transactions faster and more scalable. Many of you may remember the difficulties Solana has had over the years, with the blockchain freezing at times, and with the stigma of having Sam Bankman-Fried and Alameda Research as large investors in the ecosystem. Its token Sol has been harshly punished, falling from a November 2021 high of almost $250 down to less than $10 at the end of 2022. But things seem to be turning around for the token and the network. Year to date, Sol is one of crypto's star performers with a return of almost 340%. For comparison, this is more than double the performance of Bitcoin. A big chunk of Sol's strong performance is recent. The token is up more than 30% over the past week, more than 85% over the past month. One of the drivers of Sol's performance is technological evolution. This week, developers and investors have gathered at the ecosystem's flagship Breakpoint conference in Amsterdam. At the event, the executive director of the Solana Foundation, which is responsible for the network's development, announced the testnet launch of a new validator client called FireDancer. A validator client is the software that coordinates network consensus, and FireDancer reportedly makes the Solana blockchain faster while enhancing reliability. What's notable here is how this highlights the diversity of the crypto ecosystem and the different roles assets such as Sol and Ether have compared to Bitcoin. Solana is unashamedly a tool for faster, cheaper transactions. Bitcoin has a whole lot of other narratives going on. Solana is aggressive in the pace of its innovation. Bitcoin is more careful. It has to be. Network security is behind virtually all its main use cases. This week, developers have shown that Solana's technology will continue to evolve. As always, where there is change, there is also risk. And the FTX's state still has a lot of Sol tokens it will at some stage want to sell. The fascinating thing is that, with public blockchains, we get to watch the evolution and the stumbles in real time. With more traditional technologies, the experimentation tends to happen behind closed doors, and we only find out about mistakes after the event. Another encouraging takeaway is that blockchain evolution is far from done. Radically new models are still emerging, such as the mainnet beta launch of modular blockchain Celestia this week. The blockchain community is not just building on existing frameworks. It is still focused on reinvention and transformation. Let's hope it always will be. That's it for today's show. Tomorrow, we'll continue with the new Friday format of answering listener questions. There's still time to send yours in. I'd love to hear what you want to know more about. 
For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. <laughs>